Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. -er. You're looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. Then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. Welcome back to Let's Get Sensory. I have a very special, very random, impulsive thoughts turned to reality, and that is an episode all about manifestation, sensory neurodivergent, and some other fun surprises. It's something I've actually wanted to share for a really long time now, and honestly, for a while, I was like, okay, Kelsey, stay in your lane. We do sensory, ADHD, neurodiversity, but after that little voice in my head would not go away. I'm finally biting the bullet and doing it and I am so excited because I want to start a conversation that I have been looking for and longing to hear for years. Just waiting, waiting, waiting some more and realize okay it's been eight years and there's no more time for the sitting wish and waiting. Like it's time to just go out on the ledge and get a much needed conversation going. So I first hopped on or how I really started my manifestation journey. I hopped on the manifestation boat eight years ago, like many others with the oh so popular book, The Secret. And while I will be forever grateful to that book for being such a big catalyst to my manifestation journey, and I'd even go so far to say that it even played a big role in my future passion that would follow for becoming a trauma-based occupational therapist. But at that same time, I will go ahead and debunk one popular myth that I thought for a while and that I was like, okay, you have to think positively in order to manifest. Like that was like the first big kind of message, the first big talk surrounding manifestation, which is absolutely not true, not even in the slightest. And I'm going to give you a different perspective about this today because you've likely heard like, okay, we know that's not true. And so I want to give you that kind of neurodivergent perspective on why it's really has nothing to do with thinking positively all the time. And so like one thing, if you are neurodivergent, that is going to be especially hard and can actually cause more harm than good in this sense. And it's not just with like manifestation or the secret that we kind of get caught up on this in thinking that our goal, our focus is about being happy. And I fell into this trap thinking the way to quote unquote fix myself was to figure out how to be happy all the time. And I, in a very neurodivergent fashion, became obsessed. Like if you remember that old documentary, Happy was also big at this time, the same time that The Secret was big in The Secret documentary, which introduced me to happiness psychology. So I was just doing my deep dive into that. And just to paint the picture too, this was not long after the time that I had experienced my rock bottom of all rock bottoms that I've talked a lot about on here. I had struggled with depression for years at this point. I was preoccupational therapy at this time, so I was doing much better than before and went from feeling completely hopeless to actually feeling motivated and excited for the future for the first time in a long time and was more regulated than ever before and meeting my physical sensory needs. But still, there was something missing, that emotional factor. So in comes manifestation 
And the first lesson I am taught is to think positively. So here I am, 22 years old at the time, trying my dang hardest to think positively, studying, reading, doing all the things they say is supposed to make you happy and still no luck. It made me think that there must be something wrong with me. Like, why is it so hard for me to stay positive, to stay happy? I really thought that for a while that manifestation is just simply easier for neurotypical people and it's just a lot harder for neurodivergent people and that we're not as good at, good at manifesting. And I thought that because of my anxiety, my ADHD, CPTSD that sure I could do it but it was just going to be way harder which I'm not surprised I landed at this conclusion because that was just one of my overarching limiting beliefs that I struggled with for a long time and that was that life was always going to be harder for me because I'm neurodivergent and because I am different which is why I need to have to got to clear this up and make it super super clear that manifestation is not about being happy all the time and thinking positively. And to make it even more clear, aside from manifestation, like life in general, the goal is not about being happy all the time and thinking positively. Like what would actually happen if we were all happy all the time and thinking positively all the time? Like what would actually happen is that happiness would lose its effect. It would lose that glimmer, that shine, like what we love about it so much. It would end up neutralizing it. We forget that it's about the range of emotions that to make all of these beautiful emotions feel even more beautiful, feel even more special. Like it's the moments of sadness that make our moments of happiness just feel a million times better because it's filled with that gratitude that just makes everything, those peaceful moments feel better. It's the gratitude that makes those happy moments feel happy, those excited moments feel even more exciting. It's that gratitude that fills it up. It's the moments of chaos that makes the moments of peaceful feel even more peaceful because it's filled with gratitude and appreciation. This is something that I remind myself all the time because it's so ingrained in our society. Like, oh, we want to be happy all the time. Like, what do we see on social media? It's everybody posting their happiest moments. Like, we got to be happy all the time. And it's this dangerous canon event. Happy, happy, happy. Well, what happens every time we're not happy and we're having this overarching belief here and like we experience grief, shame, guilt, hopelessness, all of these other emotions directly coming from the fact that we think we're supposed to be happy and think positively all the time and anything else is bad, which is false, 100% false. The goal of manifestation and the goal of sensory trauma therapy is to build our confidence to build our confidence when we're sad, to build our confidence in the moments of anger, disappointment, to build our confidence when we're feeling disappointed. Regulating our nervous system is all about safety, feeling safe in our nervous system, in our bodies, in our mind. When we are able to feel safe and feel confident when we are experiencing sadness, which especially if you're neurodivergent, for many of us is bound to happen regularly, but instead of feeling like a massive 100 feet wave coming in and crashing on us when these emotions come in and said it will feel like a much more gentle wave and a much more calm wave and it'll feel less scary, less intimidating 
and much more manageable. And when we have this confidence, this feeling of confidence and building our confidence in these range of emotions. So let's see, like just today on the day that I'm recording this, I have felt happy, excited. I felt peaceful. I felt sad. I felt frustrated. I felt jealous. I've experienced so many different emotions and it is like 3 p.m. We still have all night to come. And I've also relied a lot on my tools, kind of like a surfboard, using a surfboard to ride the waves when they come. So we just started the six-week sensory makeover to reset and strengthen our nervous system inside my sensory therapy membership. And kind of like one of those exercise challenges, like if you've ever done like a 30-day ab challenge or like a seven-day workout challenge or something like that, it's nice to kind of recharge and go full force at something to really strengthen up. And especially just having that guidance, like being told step by step, like do this, then you do that instead of trying to troubleshoot everything and figuring it all out yourself. So right now I'm going through the six week nervous system strengthening to give my nervous system a much needed boost before the end of the year craziness begins. And so inside the challenge, I've been using my tools every day to physically regulate my nervous system and emotionally regulate my nervous system. And something that I think is so important for neurodivergence for manifestation and just life in general is we need accommodations. We as neurodivergence need accommodations. Kind of like having ADHD in school, you have these different accommodations that help, are so helpful, like extra time on tests or having preferred seating or having tools to move your body more while you're at your desk and being in a preferred seating where you have less distractions. Like we need accommodations, tools that set us up for success and allow us neurodivergence to feel successful, to make it easier, to make life easier for us. The way that I look at accommodations is as living a life that I was meant to live, like a life that was specifically designed for me instead of trying to fit in and do things like everybody else, which speaking of confidence, doesn't that sound like confidence right there? Living a life specifically for myself, not trying to do what other people are doing, but living a life that meets my needs, like that sounds like confidence to me. Accommodations, living a sensory lifestyle builds our confidence. It's these tools that are so confidence building, which is vital for our nervous systems, which is so vital for healing our nervous systems, for strengthening our nervous systems. Specifically for manifestation, some of those accommodations that I found to be necessities for me include always having a course, a program, a membership to go through. Something that is focused and centered on building my self-esteem in like some form or another, whether that is through sensory trauma therapy, like going through my own program, my own protocol, like that six-week challenge, which is specifically for neurodivergence or doing another manifestation program, or preferably one-on-one coaches too, or therapists in addition to a program to really talk through everything that we're learning and to have that personalized guidance. This is something that I think is such a power move and is having that accountability, that accommodations, the guidance, someone or something to tell us exactly what to do to make it easy on us. Like so often we think, and back to that same overarching belief that I talked about earlier, 
there where we think that life is always just going to be harder for us and we think that we just kind of need to trek through everything and that it's just like everything feels like such a burden no it's the opposite it deserves to be easy we deserve to have those accommodations that support that guidance someone to hold our hands through things because something that many of us do is we try to think our way out of problems like always trying to think our way out of problems which can be so counterproductive especially for us neurodivergence because a lot of the times we're trying to think our way out of problems when we are dysregulated aka when we're dysregulated and we're not thinking clearly and when our thinking voice is very scared and is thinking the worst case scenario and we're getting into that flight state now where our thoughts are racing there's lots of impulsive thoughts going on which are now fear-based impulsive thoughts and dysregulated impulsive thoughts we're feeling anxious energy we're feeling trapped again like that flight state like we want to escape which is why I think programs are one of the best things for neurodivergence to go through and programs come and of course in all different shapes and sizes like for kids this program may look like occupational therapy like weekly occupational therapy sessions which is inherently confidence and self-esteem boosting or it could be like another therapist or form a therapy to help guide them through self-esteem based healing or for neurodivergent adults it can be anything at all that is focused on building our self-esteem in one form or another which of course I am biased to sensory trauma therapy or programs that are made specifically for neurodivergence because it allows for that extra healing component of feeling seen, feeling understood, and sharing tools and strategies that are especially made for us. Which brings me to my last common mistake that I see made when it comes to manifesting and manifestation. So as a neurodivergent, is thinking that we are not worthy of manifesting. And I kind of hinted at this earlier. As neurodivergents, we oftentimes hold way more shame than your average person. From a combination of feeling things like shame and guilt way more deeply because as neurodivergents, as highly sensitive souls, we feel everything more deeply. And then growing up thinking that we are disordered, thinking that we are broken, thinking that we are not good enough. And so we feel all of this intense shame. And it took me a while to realize that this belief was trickling over and creating a block in my manifesting. And all of this shame was subconsciously causing me to think that I do not deserve my manifestations. And so let me be really, really, really clear. Because of our neurodiversity, because of it, we are so freaking worthy of our manifestations because of my ADHD I'm even more worthy of manifesting because of my anxiety I'm even more worthy of manifesting my biggest dreams neurodiversity can really be a secret weapon in manifesting because of what I mentioned earlier remember how I said that happiness feels even better when we've known sadness known disappointment well because we are highly sensitive people and feel everything more deeply we can feel all new levels of gratitude Gratitude, which is one of the most powerful manifestation strategies there is. Not only is gratitude one of the most powerful manifestation strategies, it is also one of the most powerful regulation strategies. Gratitude sends a strong message of safety. So in moments when you feel the dysregulation creeping in, spend some time feeling deeply into that feeling of gratitude. Make a list, journal about it, visualize it, and feel Feel as much as it as you can feel. 
It's one of the most beautiful things about neurodiversity. And maybe that can even be the thing that you're grateful for. Grateful for your ability to really be grateful. So if you are interested in learning more about sensory trauma therapy and learning more about building your self-esteem in a very specific way that is cultivated precisely for neurodivergence through a holistic way that includes your physical nervous system needs and sensory needs and also your emotional nervous system needs, healing your trauma, releasing built-up trauma trapped in your senses and experiencing the most effective nervous system healing strategy there is for neurodivergence, I invite you to join Sensory Therapy Retreat, my online membership for fellow neurodivergent souls, fellow highly sensitive souls, and also for fellow practitioners, therapists, teachers who are wanting to become trained in this amazing modality, sensory trauma therapy. You can join us now for a special six-week nervous system and sensory makeover live challenge where we will actually be able to work together one-on-one. You'll be able to take a full sensory evaluation and go through the guided program, the guided sensory protocol. You can find all the details on this life-changing experience inside these show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. DM me on Instagram at sensory underscore therapist, or you can rate and review and send me a screenshot to receive my sensory supplement guide. I want to thank you so much for joining me. I love you all so much and I will see you all so soon.